Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 14. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Andy Traub. We're here each week to help small to medium-sized business owners and, well, anybody else out there who would like to listen, to learn how to use technology to become more effective and more efficient in the things that you do, and hopefully to one day even use the knowledge here to earn more money. I like to earn more money, Cliff. I like to earn more money, too. I'd love to earn more and more every day. There you go. So, let's make it. Let's make it happen. Let's let's do it, man. Living the dream. I love that Living. little. I Thank love you. that video you did on the Target thing. <laughs> that is so crazy. Where did you hear about this? Uh, the Target thing. Yeah. Where did you hear about? It was the on. Story? It was on. It was on NPR. Yeah. And um, did they make a big was, deal out of how crazy that sounded? Uh, no. I, I I think they just. I I don't know. I think they just didn't realize. I don't know. It was one of those things you just had. To, you had to really be listening for it uh-huh. to pick up on it. But it was like I just heard it because this guy said, "All right, everybody, live in the dream." And I was like, "Oh, he did not just say yeah. live in the dream to a bunch of people at four thirty in the morning making eight bucks an hour." <laughs> yes, who's, <laughs> he had to say who's a getting times. ready to serve all the the Black Friday nuts? Right, right. Yeah. So that's the story. It's a it's a Black Friday pre store opening manager. Who's screaming to the employees, you guys ready? Ready to live in the dream? And he got this this big collective, yay. Yay, we're here. <laughs> because those people are not living their dream. Cliff and I are living our dream because we use technology to make our business thrive. And so listen or go ahead and watch what? that. Uh, it's, in, it's in the chat room there. But I did a little video with my son in the car about <laughs> not living the dream at Target at 4.30 in the morning right. on Black Friday. Now, it, it is entirely possible that somebody at Target could be living their dream. but Absolutely. You, Absolutely. So and I said that. I, yeah, exactly. So it, it's possible. But to, to assume that everybody there was, quote, unquote, living the dream, I, you know. Uh, so so um, Dave DeForest says, I'm living the dream, my dream. That's why I'm sitting here in my PJs listening to you guys. Now that's a that that's where you could probably dream just a little higher. <laughs> but anyway, we're glad hey. that we're a part of the dream. Uh, how Dave, awesome I is told that? my wife last night. I said, "Sweetheart, tomorrow my goal is to stay in my pajamas all day, <laughs> nice, and work from home." You know, when I, th- this is probably not related to Business Tech Weekly, but you know, nah, part, who cares? part of our brand is just just kind of letting you guys in on, on a little bit of who we are. Uh, but my wife was talking the other day because uh, the other day I, I don't remember what it was, but I did something and I was sitting on the couch with my shirt and my boxer shorts. And she goes, <laughs> and you, she says to me, she goes, you know what? I just realized ever since you started working for yourself, you don't walk around the house in your underwear anymore. <laughs> you get up in the morning, you put clothes on. How crazy is that? And 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 and, she, and, and it's funny because. We used to joke about the fact that, you know, the reason why the Ustream camera only shows from the waist up right, 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 is because right, I typically right. don't wear pants. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. want to stand up right now real quick? Or? No, I'm fine. Okay. okay. But I do, well, I do have jeans on. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. But, yeah. I I, I, yeah. So, welcome. anyway. 
too too anyway. much information and, and it was just a joke by the way yes it uh, was it was I, I promise you i wore pants when recording almost yeah. all the time almost <laughs> at least every, at least 80 percent of the time exactly so anyway yeah. mitch joel interview coming up soon who is mitch joel and why should everybody be excited about this well, because everybody should be using social media at some level, you know, whether to get in touch with your old high school friends or to increase your business. And Mitch Joel is one of those uh, people in uh, the world today that um, uses social media. Uh, he has a, he has a, I think he had an advertising agency that sort of morphed into a social media. I'm not sure I have to talk to him about that, but he, uh, he just knows a lot about social media and he wrote a great book called Six Pixels of Separation. And I think you have a link for that, um, uh, Cliff. But we're going to have Mitch on to talk about how businesses can uh, really, in a really practical way, use social media um, to increase uh, their clientele and their income and all that good stuff. And he wrote uh, the reason I really like his book, Six Pixels of Separation, is because it, he wrote it for people to understand social media and then to implement it into their business. So it wasn't for folks who sort of already knew, you know, it's not, it's not a lot of industry speak. He really uh, lays it out well for people. And he's out of, uh, I apologize, Montreal or Quebec, one of the two. And we're going to have him live on the show on the 7th of January. Exactly. And of course, if you guys want a copy of the book or to take a look at it, um, it is available both under, uh, on, uh, you know, by book. And also there's a, uh, it's available on the Kindle as well. And I think they even have an audio version. If you just go to gspn.tv slash six pixels, all one word, S-I-X-P-I-X-E-L-S. And uh, that'll take you there. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I have not yet read the book, but I have until January 7th. So I'm looking forward to getting uh, Six Pixels, reading it myself uh, before then. I, now, I, d- I know Mitch Joel. I met him at uh, PodCamp Boston several years ago, and, and he and I are pretty much uh, familiar with one another through all of our common um, circles of influence and stuff. So I'm looking forward to actually getting, getting a chance to talking with him and bringing him into the show. Yeah. Another example, Cliff. Uh, people who said, hey, here's some people we'd like for you to invite to be on the show in the forums. They, they said, hey, we want, we want this person. And we went out there and we asked him and he said, heck yeah, I'd love to. So uh, keep those requests coming in the forums of folks you'd like for us to have on for Business Tech Weekly and, and we'll do our best to go out there and get them. Right. And there is a forum. If you go to gspn.tv slash forum under the technology programming, you'll see a section for Business Tech Weekly. Please post as much as you want, anything you want about Business Tech Weekly there. And it's a great way to continue the conversation beyond what we do here in the show. Um, Also, another important note is that we have some uh, a, a programming change, actually two programming changes to let you know about over the next two weeks. For those of you who want to join us live, uh, next week we're going to be doing this show at 3 o'clock instead of 4.30. And uh, Andy was kind enough to to allow us to to, um, uh, work with DG and the About the Church podcast so that we can uh, exchange those two shows next week to accommodate his schedule. So 3 p.m. is when we'll be here next Thursday. And then the following Thursday after that, I believe, is going to be, is that... Uh, the 17th? I can't remember my dates. Hold on. 
Uh, yeah, no, yeah. No, no we're almost twenty Christmas at that point. 24th, yeah. that's what I meant. It's going to be Christmas Eve. So that Thursday, there's going to be no live shows. And so Business Tech Weekly is going to be at its normal time of 4.30 p.m., but it's going to be a day earlier. So it's going to be on Christmas Eve Eve on the 23rd of December. Right, right, right. And so that means you can still um, listen to Business Tech Weekly while you're at work. Exactly. So that's important. Yeah, we, so. we definitely want to kill your productivity while at work. Because um, no, actually, we're hopefully we're helping you out. Um, I was going to say, I, employers should should put this over the loudspeakers in their office. They should absolutely, oh. absolutely. So here here's the deal: if all of that's too much for you to just keep uh, straight in your head, anytime you want, go to gspn.tv forward slash schedule, and you'll well, see. That's a, handy. Yeah, you'll see a list of all the shows on a calendar. You make it easy, Cliff. You make it easy. It's our desire. All right, so we want to update you a couple things. First of all, today's show is all about organization and workflow. How do we keep, yeah. you know, being especially a small to medium business sized um, business owner, there's a lot of data. There's a lot of digital files. There's a lot of to do's and there's a lot of information flowing. How, mm. What kind of workflows do we use? What kind of uh, systems do we put in place to keep organized? And uh, that's going to be the main focus today. Although we do want to give you two updates on products that we've covered in the past. And the first one is Tungle. Uh, Andy, you want to tell us about the new updates made to the Tungle service, which, by the way, uh, was episode number Tungle, 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 <laughs> uh, episode number five of Business Tech Weekly. Yeah. Um, well, the update they made, and what's fun is I got to be kind of part of the beta testing of this and, and uh, see it on the early side of it. And, and basically, they, there's a few things they did. And one is they switched um, they switched it around almost completely. It's almost like they went from black to white to white to black with your availability, where it only shows your available times. So when you, on, we're talking about your Tungle.me page. So, Cliff, you, your Tungle.me slash... Cliff Ravenscraft. Cliff Ravenscraft. Cliff Ravenscraft. Okay. I th- or is it Ravenscraft? I, I always yeah. do. I always do podcastanswerman dot com slash schedule. Right. But uh, here for I'll me, tell you. For me, it's um, tungle dot me slash Andy Trob. And so when you go to that, you're going to see my schedule. That's what Tungle is. Uh, but with your tungle dot me page, which is an extra thing, you have to go into Tungle and turn it on. It's not on automatically. But you pick your name, and then uh, with the new update. Uh, you can say I'm I'm n- I'm never available during these times of the week, and I'm always available during these other times of the week. So they've really made it, um, you know, really really uh, work within your your work schedule, so to speak. So, for instance, every week I would be busy at three thirty my time on Thursdays because that's when I tape the show, and then you can set that up. The other is, and I think the more exciting is, you can add a picture to your Tungle.me page. And you can also uh, add a few lines of specific information, your email and a few, you know, your personal web pages and also your social networking sites. Uh, I think they have four by default, um, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and then what's the other one? Zing, X-I-N-G, what's yeah, that I, called? Yeah, I, I had never heard of Zing, so I didn't add it. So I've maybe, it's tw- a, maybe it's a Canadian thing. I don't know because they're out of Canada. But, Could be. Um, anyway, so they, they, uh, they updated it so you can... Uh, just enter your information, and then it, you know, the the little Twitter logo comes up, and if someone uh, goes to your Tungle.me page, which is this is really smart, Cliff, because a lot of people that's their first introduction to sort of me, uh, is I, you know, where a chance for them to jump into me, uh, social networking wise, might be to schedule a, a consultation with me. 
So the fact that I can have that on my tungle.me page is really, really nice. So yeah. a picture and some links, uh, social networking is being incorporated in that. So uh, if you haven't uh, made those changes or if you haven't signed up for Tungle, then by all means, sign up for it. Yeah, the, the biggest change is before it used to take the times that you – it used to – it used to just say Cliff is busy, Cliff is busy, Cliff is busy, Cliff right, is right, busy. Right, right. But now right. instead of showing Cliff is busy, Cliff is busy, it shows he's available here, he's available right. here, he's available right. here. And I love the big button, the big purple button at the top. It says organize a meeting with Cliff. I love that. It's just click this yep. button. It's saying yep. could you uh, embed Tungle into your website? Uh, I don't yep. know that it will s- size down properly, but uh, I imagine you could use um, iframe, right? Well, there's a widget. Don't, the only thing I know of, yes, you could probably use I, iframe, and I don't know if it would size down right. But if there is a widget for Tungle so that, uh, like in my email signature, I have a widget, and it says if I'm free or busy. Yeah. Uh, so it, it knows. If someone goes to one of my web pages, I might say Andy's busy because my Tungle says I'm busy. So it, it's incorporated that way. Yeah. So... And I, I personally have chosen not to use the widget, um, be, and, and I don't really want to link people back to my stuff because, you know, again, I want I want to have the conversation and and let people know, you know, number one, I want to set the expectation. I'm giving you a free thirty minute consultation, or right. you know, if you click this link, please understand that you know you'll be billed one hundred and fifty dollars an hour. Right. You right, know, right. And, which and I, I think is something you could put in your Tungle.me now, right? I mean, you could. I could put that text, yeah, yeah, I could, but I, I'd rather have that conversation, sure, you know, ahead of time, and so that's, I mean, it's 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 different preferences. It's it's how do you do business and stuff, right? The little personal note, the one I did love that they had me had the fact that I could do a personal note because I got a little thing down that says, please suggest at least two possible meeting times that will work for you. Yes, that, you know that that's what yes. I've put in. Now, how many people have uh, followed through with that? One, <laughs> one person out of the last five, but you know that's okay. You know, it is what it is. But so, yeah. luckily, you know, when they click an avail, when they do click a time, it it is available. So I mean, I, right. it, it's only showing what I told it to say I was available. So, you know, right. choosing one is cool. Yeah, yeah, it's so, just not preferred, but we'll we'll train them. Yeah, exactly. All right. So moving along, uh, there's a little bit of an update to Google Docs. We talked about Google Docs previously, and that was episode number four. So back yeah. in the that was a plus member only episode, but we talked about that and we, uh, something that's new there is they now give us the ability to do a mass export of all your documents. Right. And the reason that's important is, you know, we talked about, you know, do you trust the cloud and things like that? Um, you know, I don't personally know why you would want to move <laughs> things off of, I mean, maybe just for security back up, reasons. Back up. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the reason why is is backup. I I I, oh, I, I was have, like what? <laughs> I have a I have. Oh no no I didn't mean like backup. Don't <laughs> go back to what you were saying before. No no you to answer your question. Why would I want to do that? It's to back up your documents. Okay. I okay. have I have some pretty important spreadsheets. Like I have like for example I have a pricing spreadsheet that has all the yeah. products that I sell. You know, I have, it's got a, in a spreadsheet that says what the item is, what the item number. It shows what, you know, my cost is to buy it from my supplier, what the uh, cost I sell it to my clients, what the list price is, what the minimum advertised price is. I got all of that information in a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And if Google Docs was unavailable, I would desperately want to have the most recent copy or at least a recent copy mm-hmm. available on my hard drive just in case I can't access it. Right, 
right, right. Which is possible. Right. I mean, even if, even even in the cloud, I'm I'm totally cool with ninety nine point nine percent, you know, uptime. Which is you know not that I I don't think they guarantee that, but that's about what I've experienced. But there's been times when Google Docs was unaccessible for about an hour. Right. You know, it's happened at least or it's happened one time. And so I do have a little schedule. I, I make myself a note once every two to three weeks, I'll go in and I will back, I will click that export all and I'll have all my documents saved down into a folder. Right. So, you know, it's important, it's important to, and we're going to talk about this today, I think a little bit is, you know, of, of keeping your information in more than one place and, and creating a workflow so that those things uh, aren't an afterthought and you're only thinking about them when something's gone wrong, you know? Right. All right. So uh, the next thing that we want to talk about is, uh, you know, have we gone into social networking yet in this show? Did, no, I don't really, I don't really know that we've done a lot on social networking because you know, really, the focus of our show has been on these specific tools that right. help people be more productive, and 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 uh, you know, social networking is part of that, but. Um, no, I think we've really focused on some other pieces. So okay, so um, and and by the way, we have an entire show here on the network called Social Media Serenity. That's socialmediaserenity.com. dot uh, com, and and that's why we really haven't done a whole lot on uh, you know what the different social networks are and and how they can be used. It really is a small to medium bi- size business owner view of how to use social networking, but it's a little bit more on the. It has a lot of personal stuff filled in as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you're interested in keeping up with what's the latest and greatest in all social networks and stuff, Social Media Serenity is the place to go. But um, we recognize that if you are a small to medium-sized business person, you probably are using Facebook and Twitter and or and or LinkedIn and some other services as a part of your branding. And if you're not, you should be. Right. All right. right. So, um, and basically, what I want to talk about is. Hootsuite.com. H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E.com. Andy, are you using it? I am. Not right now, but I was a minute ago. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Yes, I use it. It is basically for anybody out there that has used a Twitter client such as TweetDeck or or Seismic Desktop or any of these other ones that, that have multiple columns that allow you to do you know, to post to multiple Twitter accounts. It's pretty much just like one of those, only it exists in your browser. It's like a full-fledged, mm-hmm. fully capable Twitter client that exists on the web so that if you are away from your computer, if, let's just say if you're at the, you know, a, a, an internet cafe, you know, in Barbados, and you want to be able to pull up your your Twitter client and have it look exactly the way it does on your home computer back at home, uh, Hootsuite's the way to go. It is amazing. Yeah. And another another thing I like to bring up with clients that I talk about, you know, hey, here's your social media strategy. Here's you know things I help people set up with for their business. Is now they need a tool to manage it because it's great to have a social media strategy, but you know what's your plan to manage these four different accounts or five different accounts? And I think a more likely scenario, yes, the portability is great, Cliff. But I think an, another one is let's just say your computer crashes you know are you are you hosed <laughs> you know let's just say your computer has a uh, something we have to go send it in or you know the place burns down whatever you know that would hurt my business but it wouldn't destroy my business right you know because it's because it's another application we talked about so many of them at business tech weekly 
about being cloud-based. You know, there's just so much power. And I know you've got a story you can share about that later. But Yeah, we're, you know, we're definitely going to talk about the portability and stuff. <laughs> but uh, Hootsuite is, is, is amazing. I would encourage you to go check it out and just watch the video. Um, the, yeah. the video is amazing. They just launched their iPhone application today. And um, I will tell you, I would wait till version 1.1 1. 1, uh, is released <laughs> before you go and spend the two bucks for it. But uh, actually, you know what? I wouldn't. Go ahead and pay $1.99 because I know that that's a discounted price and it's going to go mm-hmm. up. So get it today. Trust me on this. Get it today. Yeah, um, it's a good call. It is, it is definitely going to replace Tweety 2. I, I have not used Tweety 2 yet because they got rid of Ping.fm. They, but the I was a little upset that they didn't have Ping.fm, Facebook, and LinkedIn functionality built into the iPhone application right off the bat. But I imagine that's got to be coming. But yeah. it, it's still an, it's an excellent... Twitter client and it does incorporate Twitter lists and it incorporates all the searches that you have on your site or on your um, Hootsuite account. So you just need to check it out. I mean, we're not going to go and do an entire episode right now on what Hootsuite does. If you are interested in that, then I would encourage you to go to, and uh, I have to find it here, Social Media Serenity. And I think it's episode 20, but uh, yeah, I think it is too. So check out, uh, go to Social Media Serenity. Dot com And I think that's a plus member only episode. I'm going to tell you, no, Hootsuite's for free. So you oh, can get, you can bonus. get it, you can get it right now for free. Uh, mm-hmm. Socialmediaserenity.com. Go to uh, episode 20. All yeah. right. Yeah. Lots more about that. So anyway, let's talk about um, organization. You know, the whole idea here is we are managing a lot of data. Yeah. Such Got as. It. Such as. Such as. Well, let's say here, uh, I might have, um, uh, let's say I have a client and they have sent me their logo for uh, a web project that I'm working on. All right. What uh, format? Uh, let's just say the web, the logo is in a PNG file. There you go. Great All example. Right. All right. And let's just say they have also sent me a couple Word documents uh, with some, some brainstorming, brain dump ideas that they just wanted to send my <laughs> way. You know, yeah. and, and so the question is, you know, where do I put all these? You know, just keeping them all attached and archived in Gmail uh, is, <laughs> well, first of all, the fact that I have Gmail and I'm using the, the Google apps, I love the fact that I have the ability to, to keep all that stuff there. Right. Um, yeah, that's great. Let's pause right there, Cliff, because you made a great point, and I think we would have skipped by it. We didn't even think of it in our show pre- preparation, but uh, that's that's line one of our... Uh, organization. I don't even think about it until you just said it. Uh, is that we have a record of because Gmail is Google based. I was saying Google is search. That you know, if I need to look for anything a client has sent me, I can just type in that client's name and bam, it's going to bring up all those emails. Um, so that's that's line one of a of a of a workflow, isn't it? Yeah, or or at least organizational. You know, keeping from losing important data. It's definitely sure. a, yeah. it's one line in the defense. So, yeah. so Gmail, everything, that's the nice thing about Gmail is everything's archived. It's not deleted. It's archived for later restore, you know, for re- later retrieval if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's one thing. But then what I'll do is I'll, I'll save it locally. I, I, wanted, I want a local co- copy on my hard drive. So the question is, where do we put these things? And, and Andy, I'm certain that you and I probably have some different practices here. Yeah. So, yeah. so let me tell you what I do. First of all, I do not use my documents. Okay. I don't use my documents. And in, until recently, I had one folder on my desktop and one folder only. And it was called 
important documents. <laughs> All right. And if you click on important documents inside that folder was a bunch of other folders. Yeah. And I'll just read to you some of these other folders. One of them is called backups, which, by the way, would be a, it would be the backups of my, you know, my web directory. You know, every now and then I'll do an entire backup of everything that's on my website servers. Mm-hmm. Uh, backups would be there's a folder inside backups for my Google Docs that I back up where I do the export all yeah. uh, inside backups. There's a folder for QuickBook backups um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So anything that's backup related is in a folder called backups, which is in a folder called important docs. <laughs> okay. um, and then um, I have one called uh, let's see here invoices. So I have uh, you know copies of all the invoices that are in there and it's sorted by dates. Um, and then I have uh, old my documents. That's funny. I have one that's called uh, photos. I have podcast stuff, which then inside podcast stuff has lots of uh, like animations or it has podcast artwork images or it has podcast audio intros. Uh, so everything's under podcast stuff. Um, let's see here. I have one called press kit. Uh, so then anytime I get some kind of um, you know, write up in the news or something like that. I keep a copy of that in my press kit folder. Uh, I have a program called or a folder called programs, which is anytime I download a useful application, I keep the most current version of that application's executable files to install inside my programs folder. Um, I keep, I have one called um, Photoshop projects and Mm. inside Photoshop projects is where I keep all my client files, which Actually, it should be client files, and then I should have a name by name and stuff. So I'm reorganizing, but everything is in one main folder, and it's called Important Docs, and it's accessible right on my heart on my desktop, and that is backed up. And by right. the way, I just want to tell you that Important Docs, that's getting ready to be replaced, and I'm slowly transitioning that over to a folder called My Dropbox. Mm. And we'll So t- t- tell me this quickly, which is... I see where you're going with this, Cliff, and I like it. This is going to be good. Um, <laughs> is uh, how large is that folder? Uh, great question. Uh, Thank you. My docs right now is, and it's it's searching. It yeah, is, sorry, that, it's probably going to be hard to tell you right away. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's still counting. Uh, right now, it's at five point five six gigs. All right. I mean, do you think it's a ballpark a hundred gig or twenty gig or uh, no? The, the the important docs folder is probably yeah. going to end up being about 15 gigabytes. Okay. okay. All right. So it's yeah. not that bad. Now, with that being said, I have another fo- I do have one other folder and it's and I don't do this in here for a reason, but uh I have a folder called podcast archives. It's the archives of the one over 1850 episodes. Yeah. And yeah. that right now is currently at 81.3 gigs. Okay. And so that that has its own folder. Okay, but the thing is, is, I keep everything in as few places as possible, and then I have these external drives that I have that I automatically sync to, so that I have an archived backup of these folders with all their subfolders in it backed up. And then I'm and and I'm slowly moving on into where not only do I have a physical backup of these import all the folder all the information in all of these folders on a external drive here in my studio but also creating an online synced copy of that as well. Right. And uh, let me ask this, Cliff. If we can pause on the My Dropbox, because I think that's where I want us to end up. Okay. But 
Tell me about why you don't use, or if you do use, something like an all-encompassing backup tool, like a Carbonite or something else like that. Well, at this point, there, the reason why is because there's nothing on my computer that it, if I lose everything, if, if I have a complete hard drive failure, I have no desire to reload everything exactly like I have now. I don't want to back up of my mm-hmm. entire Windows program. I don't want to back up of the entire everything. You know, I, I, if, if I, if necessary, matter of fact, if m- this computer goes dead, I'm probably going to replace it with a brand new computer. Right. I'm not going to just fix whatever went wrong. My computer's slow enough and old enough now that it's time for a new production machine if this thing goes down. All right. I care about is the data. I have I have all the original CDs for all the programs. So uh-huh. I just want to install I want to be able to install the new programs on the new computer. Right. And then I just want to be able to take everything from my external drive and drag it back over so that I have those important docs and podcast right. archives and the my Dropbox folders all on my desktop so that it's just like I never lost anything. Right. And here's another great reason why I would encourage people to have a backup system, which is what we're talking about, and we'll get to what we both feel like is the best option. Um, but um, you know, the other part, I, I've heard a lot of people complain about the drag that those backup systems can be to your computer. Yes. Um, and and I, frankly, Cliff, I don't know what your experience has been, but it's been pretty consistent across the board from Mac to PC, from experienced user to rookie, <laughs> from young to old, that they have said, uh, you know, it. this is draining my computer productivity to have that running all the time. And I'm talking beyond the initial, hey, we need a week to back up all your files. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that, that exactly. And and I had found that those matter of fact, I I have this program. It's called I think it's called Always Sync. And it was something that was man it would manually monitor my my important docs in my podcast archives folders. And anytime it noticed a change, it would it would in the background, it would make those changes as on the on the external drive as well. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. and and I noticed that 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 process was slowing down so many other things that I was doing. Uh, so my, my, I don't have enough RAM in the system to, to continue to do that and get the performance I wanted out of my PC. So I didn't like those things that ran in the background. Um, no. and, and what I found is that now I did find that my Dropbox does not seem to have the same slowdown that, that backing something over to my, my external drive was having. And right. and I, I know we're going to get to my Dropbox in a minute, but um, but yeah, I, I choose to manually sync at the end of a day or at the end of every you know two or three days to to sync all that information back. The most important stuff, like I said, is getting ready to head over to my Dropbox, and I'll explain why in a little while. Right, right. Well, and just to, to answer the question, and it's not going to be much different than yours. Is I do have uh, you know an external drive that I back up things to currently, and you know you and I and you know we we talk pretty regularly, um, you know, talking about my Dropbox is I've sort of been wait. I use my Dropbox right now, but just the two gig free version. And, um, you know, I, I'm ready to make the switch over to using it as a, a full backup solution um, because I found out, and this is another great thing about being a solopreneur or just being cloud-based in a lot of ways, is I don't, I don't need a ton of storage space because so much of it is 
um, is web-based. Uh, so, you know, I don't need to back up 600 gigs of information. So my yes, Dropbox that's the can thing. be a, a very uh, affordable option. I don't you know? want to back up my entire hard drive. There, there's a lot of fluff on my drive that if I lose it, it you know, it, it, it's like a noose that was around my neck anyway. You know, right. stuff that was just dragging me back. I mean, I, it, there, there, you know, I remember Evangeline Lilly. Uh, she is, she's an actress on, um, on the TV show Lost. And she, and her, her house in Hawaii burned to the ground. She lost everything. And after it was done, she was on Leno or somebody. And she goes, you know what? That was like a really awesome experience for me because yeah. all, all of those positions I had, you know, they were kind of weighing me down. And I feel so much lighter and freer now. And, and I know that yeah. sounds really weird, but in a way, I, but it, no, in, in a very big way, I understood what she meant. Mm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I am freed by, as much as you, know, you and I embrace um, our technology, there's, there's freedom in sort of starting over again. So, right. Yeah. So, so here's the deal. Um, so just uh, this isn't podcast answer man and and I understand that that people would be fine with me not answering this but I I'm just going to answer this real quick. People ask, you know, what do I do with my original podcast files? How do I back those up? Um well, first of all, I don't I don't record into Wave. I record straight into MP3 because I don't do very much editing and and I've got it to where I can get some great sounding files just by sticking with MP3 all the way through with my work process. Again, that's not the important thing here. But the question is, what do I do with my MP3s? Uh, I back them up locally. I, I have a copy of every single podcast that I've ever produced in a folder called Podcast Archives, which each fo- inside that folder is a, is a folder that is named each of my shows. And each of those sh- folders contain each MP3 file in chronological order. So I, that's how I organize that. That's all on my, on my desktop, in a folder on my desktop, which is synced uh, regularly to an external drive. But if I lost both the hard drive in my computer and I lost the external drive in a fire, um, it would not be any big deal at all because every single episode also exists in the cloud on Libsyn.com. So mm-hmm. it's in three places. Mm-hmm. So that that's the yeah, important and, thing. And Cliff, I have to pause because um, I had a friend, and this might be really obvious, but People need to remember it's about a backup is not a backup unless there's two of them. And I literally had a friend, Cliff, this is really sad actually, bought a uh, backup hard drive off of eBay. Don't do that. Um, but backed up all of his information from a computer, but didn't really back it up. He just moved it. Oh. And, and yeah, so you see where this is going? Yep. Uh, he brought it over because he knows I'm his tech friend. And, you know, you turn it on, you plug it in, and you hear this click. Click, click, click. You're not supposed to hear a click, click, click. No. Um, and I, you know, I basically said, you know, I hate to tell you this, but uh, you know, to get the information off of there, let's do a little research. You know, it was it was a eighty dollar piece of hardware, and I think the companies we called, and there was about three or four of them, uh-huh. said, uh, you know, twelve hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars to get the information if they can get it out. You know, uh, but you know, it was wedding videos and wedding pictures and you know all that kind of stuff. The point is. When we're talking about these backups, understand we're talking about duplications. We're not talking about moving from one to the other. You know, and you should never have, you should never in that step go, okay, I'm going to move everything here, then I'm going to move everything here. No, 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 no. We're not moving. We're duplicating. That's yeah. very important. Yeah, we're, we're creating copies. We're yeah. syncing, 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 syncing. 
Uh, not yeah. sinking, but sinking. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, so that, you know, that's the thing. Now, I will tell you that I'm not completely covered right now. I mean, I, I, you know, all my podcast archives completely. I, I feel completely confident. Um, and so far, I have a, I have the free basic two gig drop my Dropbox or, or right. Dropbox.com. Let's just go ahead and talk about Dropbox. Uh, it yeah. is not a. It is not technically billed as a uh, as a backup solution. I, I want to point that out. In fact, if you're looking for a backup solution, there are better options than Dropbox. And I'll just mention a couple. One you've mentioned is Carbonite. Uh, another one is Mozy.com. M O Z E Y.com. There are a ton of other backup solutions. Uh, Dropbox really is not a quote unquote backup solution. Um, do you want to try to give a stab at at, at um, Dropbox and and then I'll see. You know, sure, sure. It's it's a fun thing because it's it's sort of like trying to explain a lot of other things that are uh, they're sort of one thing, but they're also another. So people have a hard time getting their head around it. Uh, and the reason that um, the reason that it, it's hard to get your head around is that it works in a way that uh, most people can't really kind of get their head around. So I'll just I'll just jump into it. Okay. Yep. So my Dropbox when I when I downloaded it, it gave me a folder. Uh, on one computer. And, and and right away, if I put something in that folder, it's also backed up in my online Dropbox account. So I can log in at dropbox.com from anywhere and I can get to those same documents, whatever the, whatever's in that folder. So that's sort of step one. But then step two is, on my second computer, I also download the Dropbox folder. And uh, when I do that, all the information... Uh, that was in the folder on computer one will automatically sync into computer two. And from then on, I could have it on as many computers as I want, but I have a folder that I can, uh, whatever I put in that folder, it is synced across every other computer that shares that folder. So it's a folder just like any other folder on your computer, except that when you make any changes to anything inside of it, it syncs that same change uh, and all the other folders on all of your computers. So it's it's a physical backup online at Dropbox.com when you log into your account. But more importantly, it's a physical sync between that folder on whatever computer you're on. So you have this living folder that's connected via the net to uh, all of your computers. And I'll tell you, I it just saved me so much. I don't have to email things. I don't have to FTP things. I you know, sometimes I do for different situations, but so much I want to go from one computer to the other. I use Dropbox. I put in Dropbox, it syncs it. I go to the other computer, open my Dropbox, and I pull it out. You know, it really is slick. Yes, How's it, that? Ab- absolutely. That that is pretty much exactly uh, the deal. The now, what's nice for me is it, it. Number one, it works not just on multiple computers, but it also works on both PCs and Macs. Sure. All right. Sure. So th- that's an that's an important thing to know. By the way, I have in front of me. I'm staring at two PC computers and two Mac computers in my studio here. And now, if they were all on the same network, that would be great. But my I've I've got one of my Macs that is connected to DSL, and that Mac is specifically just for sending things out via UStream for our live video and audio here. And that computer is hooked up to DSL, and it's not hooked up to my my normal wireless network in the house, which is our cable modem, because it's got greater bandwidth um, for cable modem. We use more things on it. So, mm-hmm. so the thing is, I can't just set up a na- network and just drag things back and forth from one computer over to the other. 
So, sure. so what I have is I have I have my I have Dropbox installed on all four of these yeah. computers. And when and they I, give you two gigs free, that just so you know, they give you two gigs of, of storage space free when you when you sign up. Exactly. And so when I go into Photoshop and I create a brand new, let's say a brand new image for um, a podcast that I'm working on, and then all of a sudden the 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 and I do that on my desktop PC, my my PC computer here, and let's just say I take my MacBook laptop. And I, I say, you know what? I'm going to be working from the library today. I'm, I'm just going to go and get away and, and just get away from my computer, get away from the internet. I'm just going to go and, and work on some stuff and say, I want to do some editing of some audio on my Mac. Well, th- I could do that. And it's like, okay, now I just need to tag it and put the new artwork on here. Well, guess what? That artwork is on my laptop because it's in the, it's in the Photoshop proje- projects folder uh, under podcast artwork on my MacBook because it's synced with, it was synced with my computer the last time it had internet connection. Even though I don't have internet connection right now here at the library, perhaps, um, mm-hmm. I do have a copy of that in my Dropbox folder. I love it. Right. It, it, it is amazing. It is really cool. Uh, there are some other things with my Dropbox. Number one, if I right-click, if I open up the um, uh, my Dropbox, and if I right-click... I love this. It actually says, um, I'm trying to find where it says this. Okay, so if I right-click, there's a little um, additional preference pane that says Dropbox, and you mm-hmm. can say, it'll say, show deleted files. Have you seen that? I haven't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you right now, though. Yeah, so. go, go in, click anywhere inside the Dropbox folder, and then uh, you'll see a little thing that says, show deleted files. And if you click that, It'll show you, it'll, it'll load up and it'll show you any files that you've deleted that were once here but are no longer here. And then you can wow. restore them. Wow. So it, it, it's amazing. The one thing I don't know about Dropbox yet that I would love to know, and if anybody out there, and by the way, we're not here, we're not the know-it-all people. So if, <laughs> if, you, if you use Dropbox and you've been using it a lot longer than I have, the reason why I'm sticking with the 2 gig right now and I haven't upgraded to the 50 or the 100 gig mo- uh, plans yet, and the reason mm-hmm. why all of my important docs haven't made it over is because, to be honest with you, I have a 6 gig hard drive on my netbook. Okay, so I have a six gig. <laughs> net, I have an SSD, a solid state drive, right. on my on my netbook, the little tiny thing over there, which is the only thing I use it for. Really, is to connect with Andy and and other co-hosts via Skype during our live shows. So right. the thing is, is if if I put Dropbox on there and it and I have the fifty gig plan and I put fifty gigs of data in there, I'm afraid it's gonna you know it's like what up. what does it do? <laughs> so my question, and if anybody out there wants to call in and let me know. Uh, the question is, can I install Dropbox and say, I only want you to sync these folders and I, mm. and I don't want you to sync anything else? That sounds tough. Yeah. It, it, but it shouldn't yeah. be because I, if, if I have the iPhone application. So that's another yeah. thing. There's an iPhone application yeah. for, my dro- or for Dropbox. And right. when, you, when you pull, that's not syncing anything to your iPhone. It's just providing you a list. But if you want to look at it, you click on a file and it will download that file to your iPhone and then open it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So it seems like the capabilities there. It has and as we be. talk about workflow, you know, I'm sorry, were you going to say something else? No, I just said the, the functionality has to be there. I, I can't imagine yeah. it not being. Right. So go ahead. And, and, and this is what we're talking about. You know, the topic today is workflow and organization. 
you know, the, one of the ways that I can stay organized and I can improve my workflow is that, uh, you know, we talked about what's your, what's your file structure. Well, what if your file structure was the same on all the computers you were at because all the folders were the same because you use something like Dropbox? You know, that's what we're talking about. How much time do you waste? And even if it's 10 or 20 minutes a day, let's just say it's 20 minutes a day that, that Cliff and I could save you. And I think we probably pay, save people more than that. But 20 minutes a day because you've, you've simplified your for, folder organization. Well, over five days, you know, you've got 100 minutes. You're, you're over an hour and a half of saved time. So you can take longer lunch breaks or whatever. But the point is, you, you know where things are at. And, you know, one of the things we were talking about when we started planning the show, Cliff, was, you know, a lot of people just by default say, I'm just going to use the structure they give me. So I'm going to put all my pictures in the picture folder and all my videos in the video folder. But really, if you have a client and you're helping them and they have videos and pictures and documents, why would you put those all in different folders? And yet some people do that because they just feel like, well, that's just how it's supposed to be set up, right? No, it's supposed to be set up in a way that works for you, period. Right, right. Kevin's in the chat room and he says, uh, I want quality split screen co-host option. Uh, <laughs> they, want every, they, they don't like your, your solid frozen face, I guess. Sorry. It's <laughs> my, it's, it's, and I, I spent a lot of time um, on Photoshop to make myself look presentable. Yeah. So I, I, we're using that. The technology is there. It's just something that for, for certain reasons we've chosen to do this. But uh, anyway, I, I, what are, one of the things I'm doing right now, this is another ability, and I haven't even done it yet. So this is going to be on the fly. So I just created in my Dropbox, I created a folder called Test. And inside the folder, I, I drug the, uh, a copy of the artwork for this podcast. And so I'm right-clicking on the folder called Test, and I'm actually going to click a thing here where it says Share This Folder. So now I've, I've clicked it, and it says, sharing this folder will allow other users to collaborate with you on its content. Uh, you can invite your collaborators using the form below. And so now I can enter the email address. Uh, and so I'm going to enter cliff at gspn.tv, and I am going to cre- create share folder. And, I and so you're in. So Cliff's inside of his Dropbox right now. He's creating another folder inside of Dropbox. It's like you create a folder inside of a folder, but Dropbox gives us the ability to share. So, right. Oh, but they do they have to sign up to be a member then? I that, don't know that they. Yeah, do. I think they do. I think do they? they do. I was hoping that it would just give me a publicly available, you know, version of the fo- of the folder. Right. And I don't see that that's the case. Uh, I think they may have to sign up for an account. Yeah, but they have to sign up for an account. Because then it becomes account. part of their Dropbox. Yes, Does that yeah, make sense? yeah. I was, yeah. I was wondering, because we, we did an episode a long time ago about sharing or sending large files. Right. I think we did, didn't we? Yeah. We did. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah we talked yeah. about Yeah, we did. Yeah. A, and I was wondering if this would be a, another option. Uh, but this way, your recipient would have to... To, to create a Dropbox account, and then they would see your shared folder with them. So eh, that, I'm not as impressed with that, which, by the way, isn't the real reason why I use this. It was just something that I know is there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it says then they, it says they, let's see here. Uh, then they can uh, download without an account. Let's see what it says here. You can provide a web link through, your, uh, through to your clients. Yeah, you may be able to provide a web link to the Dropbox online. I'm not sure. Oh, you know what? Because I think Dropbox has those. Uh, those um, Let me try that. Dropbox.com. Uh, 
right? Because that's what I want to be able to do. Because I, I, okay, so I see that my test folder is already here, and uh, this is. You, I hope you guys don't mind that I'm doing uh, this. Unshare this folder. Leave shared folder. Invite peep. Invite more people. Uh, download folder. Move. Rename. I don't see anything that says get the link. I see more actions. Oh, but I don't it, oh see wait. It. it says you can get a link to the files in the folder. So let's do that. So now I'm going to businesstechweekly.jpg. Here is download file, move, rename, copy file to. And oh, by the way, it do, not only can you undelete, but you can see previous versions. So if you've like, if you've right. got a, if you got a, a document and, and, and it, it used to have all this information and then all of a sudden you went in and you deleted everything, but you were going to paste it all back and the electric went out. Mm-hmm. And now it's saved with all the deleted stuff. You know, everything is gone. You can actually get a previous version. So it's kind of like Time Machine on the Mac, only on yeah. Dropbox. Um, I'm going to click Download File. Does that give me the link? No, that doesn't give me the no. link. I don't know where it is. And 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 uh, yeah. yeah, as you can see, we we maybe should have done a little more show prep. But yeah. uh, well, anyway, <laughs> well, that, that, that's all right. You know, sometimes you just want to try something out, and but it didn't work. I wouldn't have had time to try it out any other time other than now. All right, so here's the deal. Um, yeah, so Dropbox. Uh, what, is, what, what else did you want to say about it? Anything else? Well, I just think one of the greatest things about it is, and this is funny in there, in there uh, you can sign up for Dropbox there so I can get some free space. Here's two things about Dropbox. One, if you want more free space, you have to get other people to sign up and they'll give you more free space. <laughs> but I don't think, just really quick, on affordability, uh, if it works, it works, and that's great. And that what that might be what makes it worth it because uh, you know a lot of people said why not use Carbonite, why not use this or that. In their video explaining Dropbox, one of their key points is it just works, right? You know, and it does. I've never had it hiccup. It doesn't slow down my computer. Uh, generally, it syncs my. And you know, when you put a, f- a file in there, and you kind of go, "Hey, how long is this going to take?" Mm-hmm. You know, generally. Um, I've never had a problem. I can't remember how long ago I signed up for it. Uh, it's been well over a year, um, and I've I've just never had an issue with it. So it, it's ten dollars a month if you use the fifty gig version, free for two gigs, and twenty bucks a month if you use the hundred gig backup. Um, but I, I I definitely would endorse it uh, as a backup solution, um, but also more importantly a productivity solution if you have a business and you need to share files with people. Uh, and again, Google Docs is not robust enough in any way, shape, or form to handle all of your document sharing. You know, Google Docs doesn't help if I need to share uh, a video. <laughs> you know, right. so that that's where this solution is 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 wonderful. I, and again, I've never I've never had an issue with it. So yeah, I'd like to just share uh, one more thing uh, real quickly, and and one of the reasons why I love the fact that I don't depend on one one computer to store all of my data. You know, the fact mm-hmm. that I love that you know Google Docs does host a majority of my spreadsheets and and um, and uh, uh, Word documents. I love that um, that Gmail has all of my email communications for the last seven years. In uh, online and archived and, and searchable within seconds. Um, yeah. I love that High Rise now has all of my interactions and notes on all of my clients. I love that Google Calendar has all of my uh, contact or all my um, you know scheduling information. All your events, yeah. All of my events. I love that. Um, what's another online service that I love that my Dropbox has you know my important files 
you know, synced online. I, I all of this stuff. The other day, Andy, you were you have this uh, web class that you're doing, and for weeks I've been waiting for the opportunity to host one of the one of the weekly classes uh, to to be the guest lecturer, if you will, on podcasting. The expert. That's who you are. I, every week I brought in, and we're in we're on week six this next week of technology for successful business course that I hosted. We got 20 people signed up for this class and Cliff was the resident expert this week and people were pumped. I and, and, very pumped. And I was pumped. And yes. I was getting it I was getting very anxious, very excited to to get this thing underway. I was going to start, you know, I was, I signed into your class. I was getting ready to check make sure the audio was working and everything like that and everything was underway. And I am not kidding you, the very minute I went to type in the web address to go into the class and make sure everything was set up, everything went black. Everything went black, and within 30 seconds, I heard fire engines, ambulances, and police cars. Something happened. Uh, we, you know, Somebody hit a, a, a utility pole, and ev- my neighborhood went black. Right. This was, this was literally within 60 minutes of the start of this class. Obviously, I had no I had no I had no um uh hope in my mind at that time <laughs> that I was going to have electricity when your class started. Yeah. Did I flip out? No, I didn't flip out. I went into my other room. I used my iPhone for a flashlight. I grabbed <laughs> I grabbed a USB headset. Uh, with you know, with a little boom arm on it, I grabbed a yeah. USB headset. I grabbed my MacBook and my MacBook sour, uh, power supply. I jumped in the car and I drove until I saw lights. And when I saw lights, I said, "Okay, now where's the closest place I can go to get internet?" I found a place with internet. I I went in. I turned on my computer. And I, I think it was, you know, 50 minutes before the class started. I mean, it was 10 minutes later. I was up and running and all I needed was my MacBook. I had access to all of my files. I had access to everything I had access to at my home. I had access on my MacBook all because of the web. And I yeah, love and, that. And you think about this, Cliff, you think there's a, there's a lot of things that had to have, uh, had to be in place. And one is, you know, oh my gosh. Uh, how did you know where to go to the meeting room? You know, where where did you have the link for the meeting room? Did you have it memorized? Uh, no, no. Where, where'd it, you get Where'd you get the link? Oh, the the link. It was all in my browser. It was. It, I had a link to a copy of the link over in um, High Rise. So I went into High Rise and I pulled up Andy Traub and I went in and I clicked and I saw where background. It says, you know, here's the link to the you know the to the classroom. Right. So here's the point. Even if you didn't have your computer. You could have gone to any other computer with the internet connection and logged into your high rise account and gotten that address. Yes. So yes. that's the point is it's even let's just say your house burns down. Yep. Worst case scenario, you know, your computer gets fried, whatever it might be, you could have still <laughs> you could have still gone and and been an expert in my class. Yeah. Because you, you, everything you needed to connect with me, and again, what what about my class? Well, how do people connect? I don't even let people, Cliff. There's an option. I don't even let people call in. I make them uh, listen to the class through the net because I want them to understand, you know, let's just make it as simple as we can and make them do everything through their browser. And uh, people need to get over 
um, you know, this, oh, uh, what if people want to use the phone? I don't even give them the option, yep. right? Yep. Here's, so that, that was a great example of you being very portable in your business. Yeah, and, and here's the deal, I, and I have no doubt about this. If this house burned to the ground tonight, I mean literally burned to the ground, every computer I own is in this room. I could go to the Apple Store or I could go to Best Buy. I could either spend $1,200 on a new MacBook or I could spend um, you know, $400 on a new computer over at Best Buy. Either one. I would be in business. It would take me probably four hours to configure that new computer to do everything I needed to do. And within four hours after leaving the computer store, I would be able to do everything that I am able to do right this minute without the inconvenience of a house fire. Right. And, and I think the goal of this, again, the goal, if you're listening to this while you're shoveling your walk, like I would, I'm going to have to do <laughs> a lot of snow here, or you're listening to this, you know, two years from now, the, the point of our show is to have you apply this to your business. So don't listen to it and go, oh, that's nice that Cliff and Andy do that. No, the point is, how can you incorporate this in your business? Because you need to have a good workflow. You need to have something like high rise. You need to have something like Dropbox in order to, uh, you know, survive should something horrible happen. And also, just on a day to day basis, be more productive. You know, we, we, we can't waste time, Cliff. We're, we're solopreneurs. We're, there's, our accounting department isn't going to make up for our lost time. We are the accounting department. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's really important that we go through and we streamline what we do. And we're constantly refining because new tools are coming out all the time, which is great. Yeah, and, and by the way, we want to hear from you. Do you have some tools that you would like to have us um, look at? Do you have some tools yeah. that you use all the time? You want to leave us feedback? You can do that 24 hours a day, seven days a week at area code 859-795-4067. That phone number again, available to you all the time. 859-795-4067. If you don't want to give us a call, maybe you're a little too shy to be uh, on, you know, put your voice in here, then send us an email, feedback at gspn.tv. Feedback at gspn.tv. And of course, we want to invite you to join the community online as well. Head over to gspn.tv slash forum. And inside the forum, there is a section under the technology programming you'll see Business Tech Weekly. There's a lot of ways that you can have conversations there. Uh, If you have information that I missed about Dropbox or you have other services that you use to do online backups, please share any and all knowledge you have. This is a community here. We're not just, you know, the know-it-alls. We're we're willing to learn from you as well. Lots Lots of ways for you to interact. We encourage you to do so. Andy, next week we are talking about mailing lists. I understand. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about how you know you can apply and you can grab people's names and how to respectfully do that and you know just just there's just a lot of different things to do when we're talking about people's information. You know that precious email address. So exactly. And in fact, I'll just just throw it out there now. If you wanna, if you're interested in seeing the very first. Uh, uh, application of what I've been working on. Head over to gspn.tv slash mailing list and uh, you will you can get onto the, the gspn.tv mailing list. And of course, Andy, I think you've got a mailing list as well. Do you have an opt-in uh, easy to remember URL yet? 
I will next week. <laughs> there you go, my friends. Uh, until then, go to gspn.tv slash mailing list. If you're, if you're a Plus member, uh, which, by the way, you are if you're listening to this. So forget that. Uh, unless you're in the live show. If, if you're in the live show, then, then click on it. But if you're a Plus member, you're already on the list. Woohoo! Woohoo! Thank you. All right. Andy, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Blessings. We will be back next week, God willing. And uh, may all of you have a rich and blessed weekend. Or, we- yeah, weekend. It's coming up. <laughs> we'll it's talk coming. to you soon. It's coming. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.